Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Chris Show. Guys, I am really excited today because I was not planning to do this, but we have our first guest on The Chris Show. Now, this guest is the hardworking mom behind the campaign at Please Save Damien. She has raised over a million dollars to help find the cure for uh, a rare genetic disease called ASMD, or infant Alzheimer's. Not only that, but she designs theme parks. Uh, she is able to best almost anybody, I say almost, almost anybody at Disney Trivia, because I like to think that I can, okay, maybe she could best me, but not all the time. Uh, and she's also my little sister. So, uh, everybody, give a big, uh, The Chris Show welcome. I don't know, that sounds weird. But I'm very excited to have her, my little sister, Brittany Markham. Hi, Brittany. Hi. How's it going? That was a great introduction. Oh, well, I'm really impressed that you were able to just whip that out. Thank you. I have to be honest. I am <laughs> a little impressed slash uh, surprised myself. Um, so the reason that Brittany and I decided to do this, we've been talking about having her on the podcast, um, but I was sitting down to podcast today and she happened to FaceTime me right as I was about to push record. And we started talking about how... When you are a mom, especially of young children, that you get to a point in your day where you have, how did, how did you put it? You are unstimulated? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so Damien, in case you have any listeners who are unaware, Damien is my son. He is four years old. Um, he has a disease that has caused him to regress. So long story short, he's developmentally at about a four-month-old level. So I've been basically doing baby games and baby talk and baby stimulation for about four years. And that's that's a long time. That is a long, long time. time to be in essentially the newborn phase. Yes. Right? Yes. And so we were talking about how, you you know, when you're in that phase and then your husband comes home after being around adults all day and talking to adults about adult yeah. things and that you now want to have this adult stimulation, but they're just tired and want to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how is that? That's not beneficial at, at to us. Point, you just have to put your foot down and say, <laughs> no, you do not get to go to bed until I have had five minutes at least. You have talking. to talk to me. <laughs> So, so we decided that we are just going to have mom stimulating mom talk. And guess what? Stimulating mom talk, we don't have to be talking about ways to solve world's crises, 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 is it crises? I have no idea. Okay, cool. No idea. Uh, anyway, world problems, we don't have to be talking about, you know, politics. We just have to talk about something other than the little engine that could and Bluey. And Miss Rachel, don't forget Miss Rachel. And Miss Rachel. Do your kids watch Miss Rachel? They don't, but I really think they should get into it. It's it's really like meant for like babies, but it's I mean, I have the song stuck in my head today, so <laughs> <laughs> we watched a lot of Miss Rachel. Today. I hear I hear good things. And I will put a plug out there for Bluey. Bluey is fun for both children and adults. Yes. 
I will be yes, honest. Arguably the biggest Bluey fan in our house. The other the other day I sat down and I told my kids they had to watch Bluey because I wanted to watch Bluey. <laughs> so anyway, okay, hold on. We're getting we are getting off topic because this we are not talking about Bluey and Miss Rachel and whatever the other one was that I said. We are talking about <laughs> not, that. not that. Not that. Okay. <laughs> so here here is a. Here is a thought that I had. So, current event. We're going to bring current events into this. There's a lot of animosity in the world. There is a lot of uh, this size versus this side, and uh, it's it at least how it's portrayed is that it's hard for one side of a spectrum to be friends with somebody on the other side of the spectrum. People with differing opinions can't be friends. So. I am going to show you, we are going to have a dialogue on something that Brittany and I disagree about, and we're going to show you how we can still be friends after. Now, this is a topic. Oh, we've, (laughs) we've talked about this before. Don't you worry. Now, this is, this is a topic that I feel like some of you are, I'm just going to be honest. I think they're strongly going to agree with me about this. So. Brittany gets to defend her point on this. Our topic for discussion today, you guys, is Lin-Manuel Miranda. Now, for those of you who do not know who Lin-Manuel Miranda is, I am going to tell you who he is before Brittany gets to interject. He is the man who wrote Hamilton. He did the music for uh, Moana. Uh, Those are probably that he did Into the Heights. Um, he did Encanto. Those are probably his most, at least to me, the, his most well-known works. Now, I personally really enjoy his music. I think he is a musical genius. Brittany has a differing opinion. We will now discuss and afterwards we will, in theory, still be friends. Brittany. (laughs) Go ahead. Well, I just want to say that we had been talking about me coming onto your podcast uh, for, I don't know, a couple months now. And we had talked about this being a topic, but I was planning on having like notes written. <laughs> I, you, I gotta say, like, I am caught unprepared completely. She but was, I, you wanted just, a, a fighting chance is what you wanted. Yeah. This because is, I mean, because I know I I know I'm outnumbered. Let's just get it out there. Okay, I okay. Know, I know there are a lot of Lynn Manuel Miranda fans out there, and uh, Ian, uh, okay, let's. let's I get appreciate let's just... I appreciate that concession in the beginning. Okay, so uh, let's let's take. Um, I'm gonna I'm just gonna think back to some of the things that I know that you have said. And I will allow you. Well, I mean, I know, to... I know what I have said. Oh, okay, I have, okay. I, I stand by my convictions. Okay, so I, I do tell me, le- tell me, tell me your opinions of Lin Manuel Miranda and his music. Well, just just of his of his music, because let's be honest, neither of us know him as a person. No. So. <laughs> no. I have seen some. I have seen some late night uh, interviews with him. So I've, okay, 
Have you? You have an idea. Uh, I've heard his music. I have seen him in a couple things. He seems to be a little odd, but I feel like most talented musicians are. Um, Yeah. So he's got a little bit of an ego. Let's just throw that out. Let's. But from what I have seen, but you know, in my opinion, that's deserved. Yeah, most people would say that's well deserved. So anyway, okay, go ahead. If I can, maybe like trying to summarize this into like specific points there's yeah there's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of bullet points already in my mind so bullet point number one is his music is very uh uh saying what is happening, saying what is literally happening and what is going to happen next and giving you all of this context. Let's talk about um, uh, Hamilton, for example. Okay. Which I watched Hamilton. I enjoyed it. And it was, I think it was well done. Uh-huh. And it was cohesive, right? But uh, you had to, I feel like you had to watch with the subtitles to know to make sure that you get everything because all of the story is in the music right right which is fine there's a lot of musicals that are like that yes where where literally it's it's just music and that's how the story goes right i feel like he relies so much on the lyrics and not enough on just pure emotions that you as an audience member you have to just suspend disbelief and just believe what the lyrics are telling you instead of seeing the lyrics play out. Okay. Like he'll say things in his lyrics that are like, uh, you know, I did this and then everybody was impressed with me and blah, blah, blah. And, and now we as an audience just have to assume that you are telling the truth while you were singing this song instead of actually seeing emotions we are told what to think at what times okay so that's i guess that's bullet point number one okay bullet (laughs) bullet point number one i'm i'm writing these down so that i can formulate rebuttals so continue so that was the first one i'm just gonna you just want me to keep going (laughs) yeah i want you to keep going go ahead okay bullet point number one (laughs) okay i mean i think in in a really like if I were to really dumb my argument down, it would be I feel like he writes really good schoolhouse rock music. And and for if, those if, for those who don't yeah, know who's what schoolhouse rock is, for those of you who did not grow up homeschooled in the nineties and early two thousands. No, it was nineties. It was nineties. Brittany, can you tell us what schoolhouse rock is? Oh, I I mean. You can probably explain it pretty well too. I mean, basically, it's just these these uh, songs that were meant to help you memorize facts. And it, true. That's that's it. Like it's, an adverb like, modifies a verb, an adjective, or yeah, another right. adverb. Or conjunction, junction. What's, what's your, your function? function? So yeah, we were and, in and two different keys. Multiplication tables, and of course. The, the cream of the crop, the the piece de resistance of all the Schoolhouse Rock songs. I'm just a bill, yeah, it's I'm only, only a, a bill, bill, and, and I'm, I'm sitting, sitting here on Capitol, Capitol Hill. Hill. 
Oh, I hope yeah, and I mean, pray that I will. Anyway. I mean, yeah, if anyone knows Schoolhouse Rock, they know that song. Yes. So, okay. So let's just tie this back into Lin-Manuel. Yes. I feel like that's how he writes the songs. And they're catchy. I remember them. Uh-huh. I re- you know, but, but what's, does it, does it really make my life better? <laughs> does it really inspire me? Okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so that was, that was third, your second bullet point. Do you have, do you have a third? Um, you know, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And she says that I didn't give her any prep for this. I feel like she has been prepping for this. Well, as you might imagine, people have differing opinions. To, to my own yes. quite often. Yes. And I, I regularly have to, to bring these up. Oh, this is a actively, topic that comes up for you actively, a lot. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't actively go around saying, I don't like Lin-Manuel Miranda's <laughs> songs. But it's it, if it comes up in conversation, I mean, Brock has the same opinion as me. And, oh, and okay. He is, he is one of those people that is very... It, he he likes to speak his mind. Yes, so I tend he does. to just kind of get roped into it <laughs> because he'll say Lin-Manuel Miranda's music is awful, and Brittany agrees with me, and then I, I and she's gonna tell you why. <laughs> she's gonna tell you why. <laughs> so, um, anyways, no, I do. I and no disrespect, by the way, to people that do like Lin-Manuel Miranda song. Thank they you. They are catchy. Okay. They they rhyme often. But the, yes, they do. And they they move the story along. However, it just uh, you know when you think about the good, like we grew up with the Alan Menken era of Disney. Yes, right? like the all hail the, Alan Menken. The great, like Little Mermaid. Little songs. Mermaid. You like Beauty and the Beast. You know, like didn't Aladdin. he do Enchanted? Did he do he Enchanted? Did Enchanted. Yes, oh, he did. so good. He did. He was he was the best. Right. He was so good. Um, and Elton John with I Lion guess, King. I guess when when you compare those songs, like think about like the standalone songs um, from those movies. For example, Part of Your World. Right. Uh-huh. That's a song that someone would be proud to sing at a talent show or or like if they it can it can be applicable. Yes, it's kind of specific to the fact that she's a mermaid and talking about specific human words every once uh-huh. in a while. But for the most part, it's it's an emotional song. Okay. It's a song about emotion. It drives emotion. It's talking about the emotion. Whereas Lynn Manuel Miranda songs are usually very uh like not emotional they're very like tangible like talking about like certain things that are happening and okay and people that harvest coconuts and that's what <laughs> they do and it, it just i don't know i don't know if there's i just feel like they're not as <laughs> they're not as emotional they're not as uh like i i don't i don't as an audience member connect as as well. Okay. Okay. All right. Brittany, you've made some you've made some points. 
And oh, I will say one more. Oh, okay. I yes. One. I will say one more. Number four. Here we go. I do feel like, and maybe this is just a feeling, but I've seen him. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a party trick that he does. He does it on a lot of different interviews that he does. He'll make up raps on the spot. Yes. And raps are his go-to thing. Right. That's his bread and butter. That's his jam. Doesn't matter what the rest of the storyline is about. Like he needs a rap song in in this in this musical, even if it has no connection to Columbia or okay. I'm, you know, yeah. Like there's no there's no <laughs> there's no stylistic cohesion. Okay, uh, he needs a rap song in there. Uh, the ones that he has done on those shows are about the same caliber as. The ones that end up in the final movies that he does, which, okay. which begs the question, does he ever write a second draft? Or are all of these songs just made in five minutes and he sends them on their way and and then gets heralded as, as uh, you know, a genius? It, it, it's just like, uh, these songs could be really good if you just worked a little longer on the lyrics that's what i think <laughs> okay so there's there's some points i would love to hear <laughs> my rebuttal your thoughts. okay yeah. here here is my First of all, do you agree with any of that here's the thing there are a lot that i actually i do agree on bits and pieces but i agree with them for the same the points that you're making, I agree with, but I see them in the sense that it makes him a genius. For example, we're gonna go, we're gonna work backwards from your point. Sure. So, sure. your last one that you just made—that it sounds like he made them in five minutes. Wouldn't that though contribute to his genius if he is able to think of those things and put them together seemingly so fast? I mean, I don't think. Oh, it's it's great that he can rhyme really quickly, but I'm I'm saying that his lyrics. I specifically have an issue with his lyrics. I think the songs overall are pretty catchy, uh-huh. but the the lyrics themselves, I feel like, don't achieve the potential that they could if he just worked a, a little longer on them. Okay, that's that's what I think. I mean, for example, how far I'll go like very like they did it at the oscars they did like right song i sing it i sing it as well because it's it's a nice belty song yes and vocally challenging all of those things and then i get to the part like if i go there's just no telling how far i'll go i i don't know there's this like certain lines where i'm like Man, I wish I could sing something else right there. Really? I feel like I just Kate, because I this I just think that the lyrics could be so much better if he spent maybe 5 more minutes. Okay, cuz this <laughs> just leads right into my next rebuttal of your third point that you made of he has lack of like standalone songs that can just 
be their own anthem. And I, I wrote down on my paper how far I'll go as how I was going to <laughs> rebuttal this. Because I feel like that's a song that can stand on its own. It can be a metaphor for other things of like, if I go, if you, it, he's not, it doesn't just have to be about the sea. It's like, if I go to, if I follow this dream, there's no telling how far I'll go. I just, there, I feel like that's a standalone, it can stand on its own. I think that's probably one of the better ones that he's done. Okay. Because I will, I will concede that Hamilton, um, that is very much storytelling as are, but as are a lot of musicals. I mean, let's, they are, they are. And, and let's just to be clear, let me just, uh, throw this out there. It's just because he throws a lot of information into Hamilton doesn't mean that it's factual. In fact, there is a lot of things that are not factual. This is but, true. I mean, it just just throwing that out there. So, uh, but yeah, it is it is storytelling. It just, I I mean, and I, I was will go into a different point, but but let's, <laughs> let's stick on the uh, on this one for for a minute. But like. When I watched Encanto okay. for the first time. Encanto. I was really, I really wanted, I was really excited about it. Yes. Because I think, I I just love the idea of, of a movie about uh, a Colombian family. Right. And I just, it, it, the colors and everything, I was really excited about it. And the songs just seemed like... Like they, they, they just clashed. They just clashed. Like I was wanting to, well, this is maybe a different point altogether, but <laughs> it's very much like, like his style is his style and he doesn't care. Right. Like what the style of the film is. Right. Like I was super excited for Colombian music, you know, and then you get, you get, uh, the, what's the one that. The strong, the strong one sings. Louisa? Yeah. Her song? Like, yeah, her song. What is that? Under the Surface. Under the Surface. I'm like, where did this come from? Why are they singing about, isn't there a line in there that's about like Hercules or like Grecian gods or yeah. something? Yeah. She's, what time, what time <laughs> period are we in? How do they know about Grecians? Like, yeah. It's very much like. It's very much, uh, this, this song isn't to serve the movie. It is to serve Lin-Manuel Miranda, <laughs> which apparently it does really well. It does. The other thing, the other thing, I was so excited about Moana, right? Cause Polynesian like culture is so vibrant right. and fun. Yes. And I was so excited about the away song at the beginning mm-hmm. where they have that, um, the, the, uh, native, Islander like singing that verse right in the first verse I was like yes this is what we've been wanting and then second verse comes in and the rest of the song is him I'm like can you just not (laughs) can you just let someone else Uh, take the stage come on yes I don't I know what you sound like I want to hear the Pacific Islanders sing anyway I will I will concede that point, and I had never thought about the line about Hercules in Under the Surface. Um, but, counterpoint, 
in Encanto, there's that beautiful song that they sing, and it's in Spanish, and it's when, I want to say it's when uh, Abuela and Maribel come together, and they are at the riverside, and it's when they're telling, like, Abuela's story. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. But that one... I feel like plays more traditionally into the sound. In the, I have not I have not studied the music of Colombia, but it definitely is not the same style as we don't talk about Bruno, no, no, right? Well, and see, and that and that that's the whole thing. Is I remember watching this movie, being like, "Where's the cohesion in the music? Like, okay. why didn't you pick a style?" And because, for example, like the going back to Louisa, why does there have to be a rap song? that really doesn't fit the style of like, it's like you didn't pick a style. It's it's just whatever came out of Lin-Manuel Miranda's head. Going back to my original point of, was this his first draft of every song (laughs) and no one wanted to, he didn't want to have critiques. Yeah. (laughs) No critiques in any of these songs. Let me tell you one, one movie that I thought was so good. And I of course am not, I am not an expert on like Hispanic music or anything like that, uh-huh. but but Coco was so good. Yes, it was Concur. very much. It was very much celebratory of the culture, but wasn't trying to feed you too way too many characters like Encanto did. Mm-hmm. Like Encanto is so many characters, and I care about none of them <laughs> because we've spent five minutes with each one, and then Bruno gets like. Like, wait, do we do we love him or do we hate him? Because the whole movie we're talking about how we don't like him, but now we like him again and find out he's been living in the wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> how? <awful. laughs> but anyways, but going back, like, I, I thought Coco did it such a good job of having a heartwarming story. It was concise so that they could take the time to really push the emotional journey whereas i feel like a lot of lin-manuel miranda stuff is very quick 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 and and get to the next point get to the next point and you just have to take my word for it that this is mean meaningful right because i will tell you to care about it in the song right (laughs) would you say Ooh, we're going to get deep here for a second. Would you say that this is kind of reminiscent of just how we as a society right now prefer <laughs> to consume our information? We prefer quick, 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 and we want to just be told this is how you should feel about this? Uh, I Well, I, I definitely think that if a song goes viral, everyone feels like an obligation to to like it I think there is a peer pressure for sure to like something but okay. I also think his his songs are are, are catchy they're very you know, catchy they, they may not they may not work together as a as an album but uh but individually some of them get stuck in your head and kids don't care what the lyrics are kids don't know what the lyrics are, were in the first place true so if if you're a mom and listening to your kids songs of choice that's your playlist that this is true <laughs> so it's anyway well Brittany, 
that's that's my and and again sometimes like i sing those songs too i'm just i'm just upset about the lyrics because i they just they could be so much better but i i truly think no one wants to break something that makes the money and so no one is going to critique it and and i i think he could be such a better lyricist you know, Oscar, Oscar award-winning, I'm sure Lin-Manuel Miranda, uh, could, could use a few critiques. I think <laughs> <laughs> he could stand a few critiques. Could stand, a, could stand a couple critiques. Well, if <laughs> Lin-Manuel like, Miranda to, to art school, so like I've been in a room and been critiqued for hours and hours and hours on something. And I can tell you firsthand, it helps make it better. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is you'd volunteer. So if, uh, if Lin-Manuel Miranda listens to this podcast and he's like, you know what? They're, they're right. Who should I call to critique me? He should call you. <laughs> um, I, I think, honestly, it would be great if he could get Alan Menken <laughs> on the phone. Fair. I know he's worked with him with, with Little Mermaid. Did you see the live action? I, I did not see that, but I knew that they were doing something together. Well, kind of. He he did write a couple of new songs for Little Mermaid. Guess what? One of them was a rap song. <laughs> but, like, no. <laughs> no, you do not need to. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people listening to this that are just, like, furious because they love Lin-Manuel Miranda. But I, I'm very uh, – I guess I have – maybe this is the art school background in me, but I just – I do critique – uh, entertainment. <laughs> it is my job. So. It, it is. It is literally your job. It really is. And you know what? Even though, like you said, some people may be fuming right now as they're listening and they may have way more rebuttals than I do. And they're probably, I, I hope, I hope that some of them are like talking to their phone, their computer, however they're listening to this. And they are telling you and me their opinions because we have then succeeded in our overarching goal of the podcast, which was to provide stimulating mom conversation. Yes. Yes, you know, this is the most stimulated I have been all day. <laughs> we won't tell your besides, husband you said that. Besides working on besides working on the the caterpillar that I have outside, but uh, but it's 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 been nice to talk. <laughs> yes, it has been. It has been nice to talk. And I would like to point out that we have had I I still after this conversation, I have some thinking points. Uh, that Brittany brought up. She brought up some good information. I still I still love Lin-Manuel Miranda, and I still think that he is a genius. Brittany, obviously, has a differing opinion, and Brit, I feel like we are still friends. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? If, <laughs> that sounded like a reluctant, met... yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> sure, why not? Of, of course. Of course, Christina. We, we have grown up together, and there's there's been a, a lot more things that that we could have fought over that that could have torn us apart. But this is here true. We are. I'm glad yes. Lin Manuel Miranda is not one that could <laughs> tear us apart. Yeah, and if I ever, by the way, if I ever met him, I would be honored to meet him. I'd 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 say under my breath, "You could be better," but that's fair. He doesn't. He doesn't need 
he's he's very success successful and you know what if you can only if you only have to spend five minutes on something to make a million bucks why spend 10 minutes yeah it, that's a that's a valid point i probably would not i probably right? i i would not i'm gonna be honest i would not <laughs> Well, Brittany, thank you for joining me on this podcast and having this stimulating conversation. And I hope that everybody else enjoyed listening and also felt stimulated from this conversation or at least was entertained. Um, Brittany, you mentioned that you're building a caterpillar. Where can they find out more about <laughs> you and about what you're doing? And just tell us, uh, tell us where to find you. Yes, it sounds a little ominous, but um, no, we're making a huge... A parade float for our 4th of July parade coming up. If you're a Canadian and don't know what 4th of July means <laughs> to Americans, I'm sure Christina will tell you all about it. Yes, I will. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're creating a parade float to help um, uh, spread awareness of our campaign and about Damien's disease. And so um, we're I'm I'm showing all the behind the scenes stuff on Instagram at please save Damien. Awesome. Okay. Well, sister dear, thank you for coming on the podcast today. And uh, you guys, if you liked what you heard, uh, maybe rate and review us. Us. Thanks, Brittany. Uh, rate and review me. Uh, below. And if you are enraged right now, then maybe wait to post that review until you've heard another podcast of mine that makes you hopefully feel a little bit happier. Anyway, thanks for hanging out with us and I will talk to you guys very, very soon. Bye-bye.